Now we're ready. Hey, uh, Fusco. Uh, yes, Josh. You know what really uh, causes a critical failure on my Zoom recorder? <laughs> What's that, Josh? <laughs> when we're when everything in the new studio is working perfectly fine for once in the history of time, and then all of a sudden it won't read the SD card, and I have to reboot it five times on air, <laughs> so we can do a backup well, recording, so we can actually get some usable audio from the fucking episode with our guest. While everybody watches this happen. Yeah. Um, hello everyone, my name is Josh, welcome to the Channer Ant Podcast. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me! And if you didn't know, I am here to inform you, ever so politely, that this is an explicit program. We will be saying naughty words, so you have five seconds to go listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! Fuck yeah, Fuck yeah can't you? Um, <laughs> listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and I think Apple Music now. Uh, you can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. We have a few of those today. Like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Channerant store at channerant.com where you can get the brand new Get Paradiddled uh, baseball tee. Yeah, it's from the awesome. Aaron McLean episode. So yeah, you can, you know. Make a subtle sex joke. And it doesn't say one of the six on it, so no one will know you got it from us. <laughs> They'll be like, man, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get that sweet shirt? Uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash channerant. This show is brought to you by our patrons, and we are now offering annual membership for 10% off if you can pay your whole year in advance. Yeah. Look at that. That's amazing. Last but not least, invite and sh- share with your friends. Mr. Andy Fusco, would you like to introduce our illustrious guest today? I would love to. So, you know, <clears throat> I don't like to use my personal contacts very often but i thought hey man you, you know you prefer to use your personal glasses right <laughs> <laughs> i just figured i'd give uh dad joke bell <laughs> <laughs> i give my personal friend who i'm very close to stan little uh a call and say <laughs> hey man would you come on a show and uh maybe talk to us about whatever's going on in your world and uh Graciously, six months later, he responded to me and said, uh, what was that you were talking about again? Uh, you, you, you fuckers do a radio show? What is this ch- Channer Rant thing? There's radio on the internet? Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're very happy to welcome to Channer Rant, uh, Stuart Little of Inverary, Rary, 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 and District Pipe Band. Correct. <laughs> How many Raries are there in I mean, There's two. I think there's at least three Raries. What's the correct pronunciation, Stuart? Inverera. 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 Okay. Right. How do you spell that guy? I, I get it wrong every 14 time. 14 R's. Well, it's it's <laughs> funny, too, because I saw I saw one of our emails had it misspelled, so I'm going to give him shit because I got shit for misspelling at one right. time. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I don't remember if I did this or I think I don't think it made it to the final production, uh, like the final printed piece, but I remember when we had Stuart in Vegas for the Celtic Thanksgiving concert. Right. And I'm pretty sure like the second or third draft, like right before... It got fixed and finalized. Had Inverary spelled wrong, like I oh, guarantee. <laughs> and like well, I who, just barely caught it, you know, because it's especially in concert season when I'm like working just 24 hours a day on trying to get concert shit done. Top three hardest words to spell in any language: okay. Pibrock, Canterock, yeah, and Inverary. I can't spell Canterock <laughs> off the top of my head. Can you I, can you spell Canterock off the top of your head? No, but I can spell Pibrock. I cannot spell Canterock. How do you? I have a mnemonic I use to remember how to spell Pibrock. What is it? I do uh, piob reached with no e. That's how I think of it. That's interesting because I I say piob because 
you know, that's the easy part. And then I think of air, but spelled in the Scottish way, A-I-R-E. And then I just remembered A-C-H-D. So, because you got to have that in every no, Scottish word ever. <laughs> yeah, that's how they, that's how they, it's a very efficient language where you clear the phlegm from your throat. <laughs> While speaking. Every time. So, Stuart, how are you, my friend? I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks very much. Yeah, doing okay. Have you, have you left the country in the last, when was the last time you left the oh. country? <laughs> February, February was the last time yeah, over to the states. Yeah, ah, right. But, uh, yeah, no. yeah. I think I saw nothing Stuart. then since then. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I saw Stuart at Winter Storm this year, and Josh, you didn't go, but you saw him at the year previous. I did. Yeah, yeah. I think that was probably the last time I saw you in person was the year previous, yeah. um, while we were just doing our yeah. usual shenanigans, right? <laughs> Which he again was oblivious to. Yeah. Um, well, he's like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't know how to take us if they don't know us. Well, you know, and they're like, what the fuck are these guys doing? It's like, don't, don't worry, we're making funnies, I promise. Right. There's a lot of that at Winter Storm, people looking over the show like, what the f- what are those two idiots? Why do those do? guys have a camera? <laughs> Why do they keep pulling people over? Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so, let's see, God, it was 2016? Was it 2015 or 2016 when Stuart came to visit us in Las Vegas? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say it was 2016, but I could be mistaken. I, th- I think that was that sounds about right. But yeah, yeah, close enough. yeah. So we should we should probably tell that story. I mean, I don't think we've beaten it to death. And plus, we can get we can get uh, Stu's opinion on it. Uh, real quick though, before before we get into this, you were t- you were mentioning earlier that you uh, you imbibed a little bit last night, uh, Stuart. Were, did you have Great. some friends over, or were you, were you doing uh, the classic Zoom drink em up? Just just a social Zoom. That's all. <laughs> and you know, armchair one one drink. After another, it's very easy to do, isn't it? You know? And it's cheap. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a lot cheaper than going out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been there quite a few yeah. times over the last six months, a, a Zoom call with friends, and you just, next thing you know, I'm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and especially because it's usually like all hours of the day, because it's friends that are like, some are in Australia, some are in the East Coast of of America. Like, right. you, you know, fucking, you never know what time it's going to be. So it's like, oh, man, I was supposed to like chat with Ozzy and Honey Boo Boo today. Um I have to get drunk at like one to do that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Definitely happens. Definitely or if you're happens. chatting with Stuart, you start drinking whiskey at 1130. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> so what, yeah. what I want to well, know is who's on Stuart's zoom social call. <laughs> Does he want to rat anybody out here? Like who are you? Who do you, who does Stuart little drink with on the reg? Besides us. Well, yes. yeah. He just goes through his uh, Skype list. So uh, <laughs> Stuart's first unfortunate reaction with us was when he came to Las Vegas for the band that shall not be named Celtic Thanksgiving concert. A uh, little background on that. I know, I think you just kind of shot in the dark, reached out to him, right? Correct. It was very similar to how this went down. Uh, <laughs> shot in the dark email. Uh, if anybody doesn't know Stuart, Stuart is... He doesn't love communication by electronics. Would you say that's fair? I would say that my etiquette in that department is far from standard. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it was like 2014. I think I emailed him and said, hey, you know, we do this thing every year. You want to come out? And I never heard back. So then, and God, maybe it was, God, when the hell was it? But anyway, what happened was I went to the uh, Virginia Tattoo with the Waken District Boys. And I ran into Stuart in a bar because his band was doing that as well. At, this must have been 2015, I guess. And uh, 
just coincidentally ran into him in a bar and Doogie was there and a couple others. Were, I don't know who else was there. And he was like, hey, you emailed me like a year ago. What was that all about? <laughs> but he remembered it. What was funny was he remembered that I emailed him, but he did not respond to it. I was like, yeah. You know, and I didn't bring it up. I didn't want to bother him. Like, hey, maybe he just doesn't want to do it. I, You know, whatever. So, um, and I'm like, yeah, we want to have you out to Vegas to play for this thing. He's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Great. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> and that's it. And this is exactly how this one went down. I emailed him. He didn't respond. We got talking. I had to do a thing for a dojo with him. And he was like, what was that thing you were asking me about? And then here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He's so like, wait, wait, wait. last time I saw you guys, you put me in a bus. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. What were your uh, thoughts? Did, on I'm the interested whole bus in, thing? well, I was actually, I'm interested in like chronologically, what was his first impression oh, okay. when like he came to Vegas and he's like, oh, I should like do a quick recital. And like, we kind of, if you've never been to the Celtic Thanksgiving concert, there's a lot of bullshit we do also around it. Like mm-hmm. we do stupid, like comedy things and we do interviews and like we just try to really get a lot of mileage out of it sure uh so yeah we, you had a fairly busy schedule when you got to town <laughs> yeah what was that again some sort of play or something what was it yeah we did a we you were recording a, a video yeah. the christmas carol but we were doing the piper's carol right <laughs> and you were the ghost of you were the ghost of pipe in pipe future, band future i think yeah, yeah you that were, was your oh, yeah. that was your part that we wrote for you so Stuart gets off a plane Eric Pulaski goes and get him out, gets him from the airport, brings him immediately to, this was Friday, like the dress rehearsal yeah. or whatever, brings him right to the place. I don't know why, because we need him to film, I suppose. And like, here, here's your script. You're going to record this in about five minutes. And yeah. He's, and he's like fucking, you know, red eye, <laughs> like just got off a plane. He, he gets in his, he gets in his full kit. Yep. Like he gets in his full uniform, all that stuff. And like, I think maybe rehearsed his lines for like five minutes. And I'm like sitting there like, all right, we're ready for Stewart now. And he comes out and just nails it. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, thank God. It's like, we're so far behind. <laughs> this is the Friday before the show. The show's always on a Saturday. And Josh is always behind in editing videos. Well, in, and this filming case, in this case, in this case, we didn't have access to the library until the Friday before for that scene. Everything else was already shot. Oh, right. I just yeah. had to shoot the last bit because it's, it's at the venue. Plus it was with him. Plus that it was, was with him. Point. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what? Any recollections on that? Any thoughts about being put into this video? Did you ever see it? Actually, you ever see the final product? Uh, I, I think I did. I think I did see it yeah, <laughs> once. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, just nah, that was good. Um, I think it all was up for something different, you know. So yeah, yeah, it was certainly different. It's good. You ever consider acting as a career? <laughs> no. <laughs> you get your get your SAG card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I can know. BB, hey, BBC Television makes like 745 new shows a year. Like you could be on one of them. <laughs> They're bound to need somebody to play pipes at some point. Yeah, I mean, even Friends had a piper at some point or something. I don't know. It'll be like Luther, but it'll be little, and it's just you know a gritty bagpiper solving crimes. <laughs> That's in... a great idea. Quick, quick, before Joe Brady <laughs> yeah. steals that idea. A gritty bagpiper solving crimes in Inverary, Scotland. <laughs> Inverary. <laughs> <laughs> in Verera. In Verera. Um, yeah. So, so what, what was the next chronological? Yeah. So thing? the next time I think we saw you was probably at the 2017 Worlds when Correct. we were there with Ballybreast. Correct. Uh, or no, mm. we saw. I think we saw him at Dumbarton and then at Worlds. It was Dumbarton first. You're right. Yeah, Dumbarton first because we were tying one on uh, yep. in the beer tent as we are prone to do. Oh yeah. And we were interviewing people as usual. We were just yeah we were tying one on and hanging out with a bunch of random Northern Irish chicks. Oh, that was the whole point. <laughs> that was the whole point of the trip. Uh, and then, yeah, I remember that very clearly. Stuart sees us across the way, and he kind of, he turns his head like a dog that's confused. Well, he's he, like, he had one of those moments where he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Here? Yeah, it's, and that's exactly what he said when he came up to us. He's like, what 
the hell are you guys doing here? Like, you guys live in fucking Las Vegas. What are you doing here in Bally Reese uniforms? Yeah. So that yeah. was that was fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was a good and, time. Oh, it's just Sheehan. Uh-oh, she's bringing more. Jesus Christ, how fast do you think we drink? Apparently, not fast. Oh, this one's already open, too. So I guess I got to go at that one first. Thank <laughs> you, Sheehan. Boy, thanks, Sheehan. You're the best. It's a lovely uh, Voodoo Ranger yeah. IPA. Thanks, Sheehan. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> 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 But yeah, and the, yeah, so we did, went to Dumbarton, and Dumbarton was like a weird trip because it was literally just a whirlwind one day yeah, affair. That drive there and back same day. Yeah, it's like get up at super early in the morning, bus for two hours, ferry for however many hours, two and a half hours yeah. bus for an hour, like hit the deck, tune, play in the rain, go <laughs> grab a beer. Play in the rain? It yeah. was like playing underwater. Dude, yeah. <laughs> the, the rain was fucking yeah. sideways. Like, it was ridiculous. I've yeah. never seen that kind of rain in my life. I was like, did we speed up the rotation of the planet? Because this fucking rain <laughs> is going fast. How do you guys do that all the time? That is insane. Memorable. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I know. God, I'll just get used to it. Yeah. If I remember correctly, did you, you guys won that one. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah 2017. Yeah. And then back on the bus and then, you know. Back on the uh, bus. Well, we went to the beer tent, then back on the bus. Yeah. And we stood in that... Um, they had to, they do this similar worlds thing where uh, they do the awards, but there's like 17 million bands. Oh there, my god! And yeah, they, they call everybody. Like the awards take like three hours. Oh my god! <laughs> How many times? Do we so have you're to just run? you're just standing there, and people are taking turns going to the beer tent and having a piss, and then coming back and standing by the equipment, and then going to the beer. Correct. Like there was a point I remember where I was like in the back of the pipe core, and like behind me was like your pipes on a drum and all the drums like everybody was fucking <laughs> everybody gone. was gone yeah everyone was gone drinking i'm sitting there i'm like i want a fucking beer <laughs> yeah what's it like i guess you guys are on the front row that's gotta suck you you, you gotta be visible right so no what no like no running to the shenanigans beer. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I, well i mean i i suppose but then reason i, I guess you know as, as long as there's a, a line of pipers up front those behind them in the back ranks seem to think that they're invisible and they can just sneak away, you know. So true, yeah. <laughs> and think, yeah. So, but yeah. Okay. Within reason, you know, a couple of beers is fine, but not to go nuts, I guess. Yeah. Is that where you where you guys put the rookies is in the front row and all the... <laughs> put the newbies up front so they, like, older guys yeah. can, like, hang in back and, right. you know... Go have, to the bathroom once yeah. in a while? Have a beer, smoke a cigarette, like... <laughs> pee in a can. Shoot the shit, Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just I just pulled my uh, underpants to the side and just kind of popped a squat when I had to pee. That so you got to do. That's the beauty of a kilt, I suppose. Yeah. Nobody seemed to notice because it was pissing rain usually. So right. Yeah. It's like man, this yeah. this rain smells like ammonia. <laughs> as long as that's all it smells of, that's good then. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then I think the next time would have been at the Worlds when. Uh, they won, and before we knew they won, we uh, shoved them in the boot of a bus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Myself and Andrew Douglas, right? Correct. Which I got to, yeah. you know, I don't give Fusco a lot of credit when it comes to the production of some of the uh, Vegas, or I mean, see, the band that shall not be named's videos. <laughs> but when it comes to asking someone to do something ridiculously stupid and getting them to actually do it, he nails it. I'm assuming you just channel the powers you use to get women to sleep with you. That is correct. And then you it's, it's the same it. charm. I yeah. use, I use, the, I, I, Draw from the same bank of charm to get to get people to be in stupid videos <laughs> or sleep with me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, luckily, all you had to do was be in a video, Stuart. You yeah. got off easy on that. You're lucky I didn't get confused Boy. that day. <laughs> <laughs> you dodged a bullet and herpes. <laughs> hey, come on now. I have proof that I do not have herpes. I could show you later. I'd rather not. I'd really rather not see it. 
No, it's just a doctor's note. Oh, okay. I, I bring it to all my dates. I've got a doctor's <laughs> like, note. See, I've, I've got all my shots. <laughs> exactly. Got like a fucking like this is my this is my veterinary record. I've got all my shots. Like exactly. I can I can play with the other kids. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and I think that kind of that wraps up some of our adventures. Yeah, that's kind of. And now it's here. Now here he can participate in the podcast. Yeah. Now it's official. Yeah. So and we're gonna have him on every week from here on out. Stuart, 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 arguably is the biggest guest we've ever had. Man, Jack Lee was pretty big. Oh man, are you, are you actually? Sure? That's a good question. Like, Stuart, like I, what do you think? Like Benji is pretty is a pretty chunky guy. Who? Benji Benjamin was a pretty chunky. Oh yeah, guy. he was a big yeah. dude. Oh, you're talking about biggest, like most popular. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, so, who who do you think was a bigger score for us, you or Jack Lee? Mister Lee. <laughs> It was way harder, Absolutely. way harder to get Jack. Let that me was, tell you, that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> he said no seventeen times. We had to like go to an event that he was going to be at, and and, and ask him and, after he was drinking. Yeah, ask him after he had a couple beers. Like, oh no, everything's already <laughs> set up at the table over there. And he's like, got, oh, he's got to pop down, man. Just say hi, and then he said, he's like, hey, hi, and he kind of like he's, he was real cagey. He was hovering. <laughs> he hovered. His ass yeah. hovered over the seat for a bit. Yep. Like you know, it's like a, when a chick has to pee in like a really dirty bathroom. Like he's just hovering for a minute. <laughs> And then he started having fun, and he like as soon as I saw as soon as I saw ass touch seat, I like we fucking oh we got got him him. we got him. (laughs) He's great, and it's not just because I super glued the seat. No, definitely not. We had fun with him, and he enjoyed it. But sorry, was he live? Was he was he was in with you live? Was this all Uh, over the net? I think that was all audio because that was we were remote on that one. Yeah, we were in. uh, I think that was before. I think that was before we really did the like live stream shows like this. We didn't do it on live live stream yet. But we we were in a, an event in Arizona that he was judging or something. And the only, literally the only reason we went was to try to get Jack to on try the to show. get him on the show. Yeah. Uh, so we went <laughs> to this event. We performed. It was just like a silly event, like you know, like a not kitchen piping, but even more silly than that. And so we went to compete. And then hey, Jack's gonna be here. We, we're, we're gonna do the show live from this event and see if he sits down with us. And, and it worked. Yeah. Um, but we don't have video of that, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, of Jack, no. No. I probably could dig a video of our stupid performance we did. Oh, I'm sure you would have that. Yeah, but you don't, you don't want to know about yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want to know. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to know about that. Similar bit that we did to the front of this one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so what was interesting, though, Stuart, we asked him before the show, like, what is your knowledge of what you're about to do? And uh, Yeah. What do you know about what do you know about Chanarant? What, what did you say, Stuart? Hee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish for um, nothing. Nothing. Not a clue. I don't know. That's but amazing. Not a clue. So, so, so he doesn't people. know how many people we've pissed off then either. So we got clean slate with Stuart. Yeah. There. Oh, man. <laughs> so we're, we're going to – we'll talk about that. <laughs> Tell me, who else have you had on this show? Who else? Uh, well, Doogie, Doogie, of course. Yeah, we've had Andrew Douglas. We've had Jack. We've had uh, Aaron McLean a couple times. Aaron, um, uh, Glenn Brown. Joe Brady. Glenn Brown, Cameron Drummond. A bunch of random people you wouldn't know, like our Australian friends and locals. And Who else? Uh, we had a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to get her in for this one just to... just to, Yeah, she just had a kid. She so, just had a baby. Yeah, but. She's, she's, she is going to come on because she still has to shot, do the shot collar on me. <coughs> right. So right. we got to do that bit. So, Stuart, I don't know if you wear this. One of the things we do, we do bets on things sometimes. And Usually with very stupid stakes. And last... Uh, was it last year I won the bet, right? Because I I bet on Inverary and you bet on Field Marshal. Um, yeah, and then what yeah. did we have to do? I had to no. What the fuck was it for? Oh, it was a Tiger Bomb bet. Tiger Bomb bet. Yeah. yeah. So this is what we did, Stuart. So we bet on. Do you know what Tiger Bomb is? 
Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. It's like that really hot stuff you put yes. in your skin. Isn't it? Yes, icy hot kind of. Depending yeah. on where you put which skin you put it on, it can be even hotter. Yes. So the bet was I, we pick whoever wins the worlds. Yeah, we always year. say like who's going to win. And the loser had to put icy hot on their balls. Yep. For a, for a show. So just so you know, uh <laughs> you saved me. Stuart, <laughs> you you tormented my balls for a solid hour <laughs> after you guys won. Yeah, I was, so, I was sitting there trying to do a, a radio show with my uh, testicles burning, and then getting really cool all of a sudden. And then I was just like, "Stuart!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, Let me tell you what was well, going you on lost, that day. Was was the world? Was it a world's bet? The ass tattoo bet? No, that was that was Waken District Chicago. Oh, that was the Chicago game games, I think. Yeah, because yeah. we so we made one for the Chicago games because Wake was playing and Chicago was playing. Correct. And we have friends in both bands. Correct. And I think it was like I think I picked Chicago and they beat Wake. I think so. And and the, I lost. Yeah, you lost, so you had to get Waken District's logo tattooed on your ass. <laughs> Correct. That's exactly what. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Uh, and he got and it. And you prove it. So, yeah. Prove it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've got, oh, I've I've got, got to show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got pictures. We can't do it on YouTube because we'll get taken down for nudity. But right. I, I have I'll pictures. Uh, I have a video I can send to you, Stuart. Of, it's a private link video of the whole process. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. So, the, the point in all this was our most recent bet was Josh and I did a contest. Since the Worlds didn't happen this year. Yeah, we, we wanted to do a one-on-one. We did Josh versus me playing an MSR, judged by Doogie. Glenn Brown. Glenn Brown and Cameron Drummond. Yeah. They all came on live and judged this MSR thing Mm -hmm. we did. And I won. Mm -hmm. So thus, the bet was, if I lost, I was going to have to watch... 3D. You're gonna do VR, VR gay porn, porn, gay porn on my on these through VR a whole calls. episode. <laughs> and if Josh lost, and if I lost, I had to wear a shock collar through for a whole episode. And our dominatrix friend is going to have the button, so right. she chooses when I get zapped. Correct. So Josh lost. Although if we have the porn star on, we should have her do either button. one. Yeah, either, either one. one. Whoever. I was thinking we should send send the thing to Stuart. And put Nail it it. Yeah, it's and not going to work that far. Well, know, yeah. <laughs> it'd just be funny bit. Have him like do this. Have a bit where he's it. like clicking. <laughs> um, so yeah, that episode is coming up soon. Where uh, I have to wear a shock collar for the whole episode, and yeah. I will randomly be getting zapped. Dude, have you ever been shocked by one of those things before? It fucking no, hurts. Never. It is gnarly. Is it? Yeah. I've, no. Never. Like I'm really hoping they take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they will. Um, so well, this they're is gonna drain. They're going to drain the battery on that motherfucker. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> The whole last five minutes, you're just going to be holding that. Yeah, just suck her down. I was like, well, thanks for in. That's going to be so great. I can't wait. I'm going to laugh so hard. Um, so since Stuart doesn't really know much about the show, uh, do you want to kind of give well, him an overview of what the show is? Well, he knows now. The, or- the original intent was, hey, you, you know, you go to a gig, you go to a competition, whatever, and then everybody goes to the pub after, you know, and... We basically wanted to put a microphone yeah, there. This is that conversation. This is, right. And the reason it's the Chan Ray is because it started off mostly with us bitching about yeah. our band, about our associations, about contests, about whatever. Yeah, just bitching. Just so feel free to think of what you want to bitch about today, yeah. Stuart. We're going to come to that uh, question where uh, Stuart's rant. We've got enough time. We'll be like, hey, Stu, <laughs> what really grinds your gears? <laughs> uh, you go first. No, you stopped it. Oh, my God. We've done 166 yeah, episodes uh, of that. 135 <laughs> episodes of what drive we, us. We keep that. saying the same shit because we have we ran out of things to complain about. Well, I don't think so. I think we keep saying the same shit because nobody's actually doing anything. Correct. Nothing's so, gotten Nothing's fixed. gotten better. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, But real quick, Stuart, I'm going to give you a, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a break here because we have to do an advert. Are you ready? Uh, let me pull Let me pull it up. I'm not, I'm not ready. Jesus, you're so professional. Man. 
I gotta wing this every fucking time. All right. Are you gonna <laughs> Are you gonna chime in on this one? Uh, no, I'm running the music. Okay, cool. Uh, let me know. Give me a Give me like a five canto. Oops. Fuck. Where's the bell? Bell. So the bell means you have to drink. Yeah, everybody Stir drinks when you do, when the bell. There's a drinking game built in. It's a very meta. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yep. This episode of the Channerant broadcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, North American artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from East Scotland. Featuring their new Elevation Chanter with classic timber and quality, down in pitch and designed for soloists and bands in North America who are fans of the great Highland bagpipe, not the piccolo. A natural sound inspired by the classic Sin player chanter with a natural blend. You can get your set of McClellan bagpipes or your Elevation Chanter at BespokeBagpipes.com. That's BespokeBagpipes.com. Wow, that was brilliant, man. That's Good gotta job. Be, that's got to be my best that one was I've the best done. one yet. That that's was the awesome. best one I've done yet. Come on. We don't get fired this week. We do not get fired this week. The lights <laughs> stay on at the Channerant Podcast, These baby. These blinking lights that Stuart thought was we were in a disco. He was like, what the fuck are you guys doing over there? This is just my sex dungeon. <laughs> This is where I uh, this is where I shoot all my butthole videos for my OnlyFans page. Right, yeah. where it's just just butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just put googly eyes on the cheeks and make it sing opera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a great question. For, uh, good question for Stuart. Stuart, one, are you aware of what OnlyFans is? Am I aware of aware of what what OnlyFans.com is? No. Okay, so it's a website where mostly it's like, females, I think it's I mostly think. mobile based too. Is it? Yeah, I think it's mostly like on your phone. But yeah, it's it's like a website where uh, people pay a subscription for you to like get naked, get naked in front of the camera. Yeah. Usually for chicks. I don't think there's much of a market for us. I don't think so. But I bet you Stuart could make money at OnlyFans. Probably. <laughs> I don't think he'd want to. See, I still I don't, think, I don't know his financial situation though. He's staying at home a lot. So I'm knows? still thinking, man. If we really wanna, <laughs> if we really wanna upgrade the studio more. I think we're going to have to do an OnlyFans for you, Fusco. For me? Yeah. I think, Jesus. Dude, I think there's a lot of uh, homosexual men across the world who would pay to like watch a bearded guy with a bit of a belly jerk himself in a Batman mask. <laughs> no, Batman mask is you. Oh, yeah. So what are you going to do, Green Lantern? <laughs> I'm going to wear a Josh mask. <laughs> you're going to wear a rubber Josh mask with a Batman mask over it. There you go. <laughs> And be like, man, Josh really fucking let himself go. <laughs> hey, fuck off. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but you know, Stuart, I don't know if times are getting hard over there. I don't know. Like maybe, you you know, I don't know what your job is these days, but uh, this is a great way to make some extra income is to go to OnlyFans.com slash Stuart Little. Just play pipes in your underwear. I don't know. Like, wait, can we get that? Can we get that URL for OnlyFans.com slash Stuart Little and just have it direct to the store? <laughs> like, buy a shirt. <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh, Jesus. Um, you guys so, are so creative, <laughs> aren't we? Though, if only, uh, if only we put half the time into practicing as we do into our schemes, <laughs> we would be we would be instead of being grade six players, would be you know grade four and a half players. <laughs> I have a question, Stuart. On a level of on a level of one to ten, you know, one being bad and ten being good or whatever. Pick, I don't even care how you do it. How much do you regret coming coming on the show right now? <laughs> ten being really really regretted. Um. <laughs> Uh, how much do I regret? Yeah, are you are you are you like, geez, what have I got? What what am I doing here? I gotta get out of here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely curious. I'm being, 
I'm going. I'm going along with this. I'm wondering where the heck it's going to go. <laughs> so so like, are we, sir? Yeah, don't worry. I'm just. I'm just bracing myself. Oh, the questions. We've got a list of questions. Yeah, we what do have some questions from the audience. We're going to get to. Um, but Fusca, you had a point about uh, Stuart basically boosting us to fame because oh, yeah. the legendary band that shall not be named YouTube channel, which uh, has yet to be surpassed by anyone in, no. in quality of content, not quality anyway. Maybe numbers. Uh, those goddamn uh, goddesses. Top five in views on our channel are all Stuart Little videos. That is correct. We just noticed this the other day. So I was putting putting together some stuff and we were looking through our videos to, to promote something. And, and we realized, we li- looked at all the views of everything we've ever done and the top five all have something to do with you. Yep. Mm. And we've had Callum Beaumont, Alistair Henderson, Henderson like Jack I Lee. Like I said, a bunch of fucking nobodies. <laughs> a bunch of nobodies and Stuart Little. <laughs> How do you account for your popularity? Like, what the We've fuck had Jack is... like four times. Jack like, yeah, three or four times, and we put every one of them out. I mean, he's a lovely fellow, but why does Stuart... What is the magic of Stuart Little? Although I will say this, like, while Stuart is on our most viewed videos, I am curious to know, and... I'm going to grill you on this in front of the man himself. Oh, Jesus. Which was your favorite solo performance at the Celtic Thanksgiving concert of all of the people we had? Of all time? Of all time. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because I'm going to make you say that it was someone else right in front of him, and you're going to have to watch him get Have sad. I said this before? I don't <laughs> no. actually remember. I don't know. It <laughs> should, could I, be. should I it do it be. for the bit? It could be Stuart's. I, I, I'm just in, genuinely interested. Oh, fuck. They're both. They're also good. Like, okay, so Stewart's definitely top three. Okay. I'm trying to think of so Callum Beaumont's the one where he did that crazy shit at the end was pretty awesome. That's Al- my that's my favorite was that set with Callum. Yeah. And Alistair Henderson. Sorry, sorry, Stuart. <laughs> and the Alistair Henderson one where he did the uh he did uh Pipe Major George Allen or whatever at the end was pretty good. That was fucking phenomenal. good, yeah. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Stuart just because yeah, Stuart fucking ripped it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> the one where he did um. Ireland, I shall not tell her name or whatever that tune is. Um, and then he played a bunch of shit, like a bunch yeah. of awesome no, stuff. I, th- I think that's fair. So the funny story about that, uh, Stuart comes in, he's like, "What should I play?" I'm like, "Well, you've got to do the Thunderstruck." Yeah, because everybody's at, all the people in the band were asking for it. And then so <clears throat> I was watching him warm up. He went to one of the fire stations to tune up his pipes and then whatever. He's like, "I can't get this false C to work." You're like, it's just not working. <laughs> Do you remember that at all? Yes, I do. I do know. Yeah, that you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's trying because you play like a like a C natural, I guess, in, in the beginning of that part or whatever. And he's like, oh, it's just not happening. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Just play it anyway. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's gonna notice. It's a C sharp or a C natural. I mean, it's cooler if it's a C natural, but whatever. Um, well, yeah, but it worked out. It's it's awesome, and that's probably I think that's the one that's our most thirty two thousand views or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm curious too, Stuart. Like, what was it like? Uh, have you ever played in a climate like ours before? Where it's just hot as fucking dry. Yeah, 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 I have, yeah. But um, what's the what's the elevation there? Uh, about 2,000. Yeah, it's only 2,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. About oh, 2,000 feet. Not, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, a few times, yeah. The highest has been, probably been Flagstaff, 7,000 plus. Flagstaff is you fucking know. high. Yeah. yeah. It's like 7,000 uh, feet or something. Yeah. It's trying to read just disappears. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> that's why you need the elevation channel for when you're at higher elevation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See, I, am I unfired now, Joe? He fired me via chat. <laughs> Did he? I was there for that Flagstaff performance, by the way, Stuart. Uh, I didn't know you at the time. Oh, that was no. what, 2008 or something <laughs> no. like that? No, it was awesome. Uh, we drove out from Vegas. It was me, Pileski. I forget who else went. A couple other people went. And we drove up and back the same night, which sucked balls. Wow. And I drove. 
Whoa. And, uh, oh, so, so you drove, so it only took like an hour and a half. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my, the car I got now, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, that was, that was, that was, that was, was a lot of fun. I, I would agree. Um, so why isn't, uh, you know, where, where's the Stuart little YouTube channel so that we can have something to overthrow the goddesses of bagpipes? That's what I want to know. The guy doesn't barely use email. Like, how am I going to get him on a YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> What we, I need to find a job that brings me to Scotland so I can like, just like, I'm just going to be embedded for like two or three weeks. We'll film all the content. We'll get it. We'll get it pushed out. I'm like, here you go. He's got to do nothing. He just got to be, he just got to, he's got to be himself. Do, his, do be yeah. him and we'll film it. He just do his thing and we'll just film it. <laughs> we'll create the channel. We'll make it, we'll make you famous. Oh, oh wait, he's already famous. Yeah, he's already famous. He's, he's already, in, yeah. Arguably the most downloaded Piper. So actually I do, this is actually interesting to me. You're aware that you're probably the most popular Piper right now. Would you say? Do you know? Do you know that that's true? I don't know that that's true. No. I, I know you won't ever say you won't ever agree, but it's true. <laughs> so <laughs> wh- how do you how do you explain that? Why? What do you? What? Is, what is it about you that people just fucking gravitate I, to? Beats the hell out of me, man. I don't know. <laughs> At least we no idea. So I just I know that you go out there and you just enjoy what you do, and if people like it, then that's a bonus. It's great. You know? mm-hmm. So you keep doing it. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Actually, two questions. Who do you look up to in the piping world, like for inspiration, lots whether of, it's creatively, yeah, yeah, or whatever? Yeah. That's what yeah, I think. lots. Yeah, past, past, and present. You know, you got like so Gordon Duncan, Gordon Walker, Alistair Gillis, Angus McCall, Fred Morrison. All these, yeah, all these sort of very fluent and uh, original players. Yeah, guys like that, you know, just and a lot of the, the modern players. And I see the young guys you mentioned already, Alistair Henderson and Callum, and all these guys. There's the next ones coming up. So, Lincoln Hilton. Oh my God, that guy! New, new, <laughs> new music. He's he's throwing out new music. A lot of great composers just now as well. You know, like like so Bruce Gandy and and uh, you know Lincoln and it's just actually there's an abundance. Right. Right. Really. You know, so. So I'm curious about. Um, shoot, who did you mention? One of the early. Uh, so the old, the, oh, the older guys, like, so Gordon Duncan, those those types, like. So I'm, st- I still hear you do stuff. Uh, it was Fred Morrison. So, Fred Morrison came out with the. I mean, I don't know how long ago he wrote it, but the Kansas City Hornpipe and that other one he does, like, the high, not the high, is it the high drive? The one, what is the one that you love, Josh? It's not the high drive. It's uh, the hard drive. Hard drive. The high. It's one of them. Whatever yeah, the one, Fred I, the, Morrison. The, the, one of them's a Gordon Duncan <laughs> tune. The other one's yeah, a Fred one. Morrison. I can't remember which one is which. But anyway, he does this whole like, you know, the, it's very he does a Appalachian. Gu- he does a fucking guitar solo on there, man. Yeah, it's very Appalachian yeah. style, right? You know, way he plays. And then you took that yeah. and started adding it to stuff. Like that's how I noticed. It. I don't know if anybody else, if anybody else did it before you, but like he does that, and then you started adding it to like, you did it to the. Um, Highland Wedding, the Hornpipe Reel, whatever it is that you did, you added that into that. You know, you put it in some other things. Um, ah, yes, yes, that's that, that's Alan Tully. Is, it, is it. that that's, who came up with that? But that, like, yep. that that Fred Morrison ism that he does that e d e d e d e d e d e d e d that whatever you know he yeah. just does it. And sh- it's so yeah. cool. <laughs> like, just, and it's it reminds me of like something from the south of you know the Southern America. You know, like it's got that mm-hmm. kind of flavor to it. So, like, is that the kind of okay. stuff you grab onto? Where did where's your inspiration come? Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned that the E strike thing. Yeah, but that's just I don't know where it comes from. But you know, you've heard it before. You know that it might actually sound really cool at, at this part of the tune. 
and try it and you think, oh, this works. Mm-hmm. When you're practicing in the house here, you do, you do muck about a lot with different ideas. A lot of them are just useless, but sometimes you stumble across some really, you know, interesting stuff. And then, then you try it out on the, <laughs> in front of somebody and if, you, if they... You'll, you'll you'll know right away whether it works or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like it's I've uh, I've been going down that rabbit hole lately of kind of tracking the bagpipe from Appalachian music to like <clears throat> across the West Coast here in America, and it's mm-hmm. very interesting at like stuff people were doing with little border pipes and things like that up in the mountains while they were you know fucking their cousins and making moonshine. <laughs> well, it's just like Scotland. North, <laughs> north of Scotland, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's like, what was that bit? What was that SNL bit I showed you? The Kiss Me, I'm Irish. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. Where like two of the contestants were the guy's cousins. The cousins so like they, they were yeah. definitely going to win. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that far removed from the truth. But, um, but uh, that's, so that's interesting. So, and then the newer guys like Lincoln Hilton type, uh, he just put a video. You guys, you see the video he did yeah, the other I, day? Yeah, I have no out? idea. It's so good. I have no idea when that man sleeps or how his brain works. Like, it blows either. my mind. Yeah. So, have you actually, have you ever tried to get Lincoln into the Inverary? Or at least write, um, write stuff arranged. Does he do anything like that? Uh, yeah. Uh, we try and keep our catchment local you know we've got we've got a few fly-ins but we try unless unless people are actually living in the country and, and attending most practices i try and steer away from from that but i mean yeah, great if he was ever to come over it'd be fantastic yeah did I you know, know him because he was an sfu right was he there when you were there same type here no no, no no so um yeah. andrew douglas often likes to talk about how he does uh, all the arrangements for everything Inverary has ever done. Uh, why is that bollocks? <laughs> yeah, t- please dispel the myth that Andrew Douglas does everything. <laughs> Andrew has contributed, yes, uh, along with other people. So, I mean, there's a whole collection of myths. One, one of our... Not, uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. He did. He did a bit. Of the, he did the second half of the last year's medley. No, sorry, not last year. 2019's medley. Uh, but you know, Alistair Henderson has a lot to do with the arrangements, and, and it's a collection of ideas from the rest of us as well. So, yeah, it did. It did fucking slap. That's American for it was good. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> that was yeah. It was so good that they had a late drone, and they still fucking they still won. fucking won. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were watching because we did our we did our world's live stream episode Correct. where we were watching it live and like talking to people, whatever. Like I remember, I needed them to lose for me to win. Yes, and even even after that little, I was like, I think they still might have won it. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you were like, "Oh, they just lost it," and I was like, "No, that was so good, it doesn't matter." I promise. I was so nervous. So here's what happened later that day. This was a Saturday, right? I yeah, think. it was a Saturday. We we got up. I think we started four, four we started the, the stream at four o'clock in the morning. Correct. I had to go play a funeral that day. I was playing at a funeral at like 10 in the morning or something like that. And I was waiting for the results to come out. Right. And I'm watching this shit on my phone waiting for, I keep checking in. The results. Also hammered. Yeah. I was still a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm at his funeral, like sitting in the back waiting to go on like, Oh God, please, please, please. So the announcement comes out. And I just happened to catch it. I'm like watching it. Inverary wins. Yes! Oh, yeah. You te- he texted me. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, motherfucker. He's like, he texted me. He's like, your nuts are going to burn, bitch. <laughs> so great oh um okay so we have some questions uh for Stuart from the audience but before we do that 
it's a new month, and here at the Chain Rant Podcast, every month we do a raffle. We do. And this is for a piece of merch from our store. T-shirt, and by, yeah, t-shirt, yeah. You know, don't 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 try to go for the piped fleece, you fucking bastards. Yeah, We're not yeah. gonna send well, to you. Well, That's expensive. We can't afford that. Yeah. Um. So, and the raffle is made up of our patrons. So we have our October raffle. People who just joined today, I apologize, you didn't make it into the raffle, uh, but you will next month. So, uh, congratulations to Luke Stremlau. No idea how to say that. From name. Illinois, Luke, if you're out there, tell me how to pronounce your name correctly. You have won some Chanarant merch today. Email us, chanarant at gmail.com, with your selection, size, address, and we will get that in the mail promptly within six months. <laughs> It'll take, well, we're down to like three. We've, we've, well, you got to keep in mind, uh, the post office in the United States will be shut down for the next two. Right. <laughs> yeah. As an attempt to suppress votes. So, yeah, yeah. But anyway, congratulations, Luke. Congratulations, Luke. Uh, you You're could the get the new. You could get the new Get Paradiddle shirt if he's a drummer, or you yeah. could get Secret Six. I mean, yeah, I'm wearing Secret Six today. Yeah, there's all kinds of options. So yeah, man, congratulations. What kind of what shirt do we? You want us to send you, Stu? Yeah, we're gonna send you a shirt, Stuart. Any, any, anything at all? Yeah, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe Secret Six for Stu. Should we send him this the Satanist one? Oh, the wash your hands, hail Satan, coronavirus one. Yeah, that'd be yeah. funny. I don't think I'll ever wear. It. We want to. We want him to wear it. <laughs> We will get him the for fuck's sake one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, we'll we'll give him some options. Um, But congratulations, Luke. All right. Before we go, do you want to do a break? Let's do a quick break. Do you want to do a quick break? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get up and yeah. So let's do this. We'll do like a quick tenor break. Um, I'll talk to the chat. I'll play some music, and then uh, we'll come. We'll get right back in. Come back with audience questions. Yeah, audience questions, and everyone can stretch their legs and have a piss. This is where things get interesting. (laughs) and we're back (laughs) here we go yeah thank you for everyone who stuck around uh during the chat um we had some very interesting suggestions and two people even liked the video out of the 15 that are watching it so that's fun they actually hit like they actually hit like like and subscribe, what, bitches. Like and subscribe. What does it take to impress you people? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Stuart, favorite movie yeah. of all time. Go. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Gladiator. Gladiator is a great one. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm in the big. I'm big fan of uh, the westerns, the old westerns. Really? All Clint right. East, Clint Eastwood type or the what? Duke. Oh, <laughs> really? The Duke. Yeah, spaghetti westerns. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Didn't know that about. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Um. No so, wonder he liked my boots. <laughs> he did. He does. He, so you like the American West? Is that like, what is like yeah. your favorite topography? If you could live anywhere, oh. like, want, would you want to live in the Old West or fucking Australia, eighteen seventy four? Plenty of mountains. Oh, mountains. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to live in America in twenty thirty. <laughs> I want to live any, any anywhere in America post Donald Trump. I'm just I just want to skip the next ten years. You know that that gives like that gives like a lot of time for us to cleanse the palate. Oh my! You God. know I don't think it's going to be great in five. I don't think no. it's going to be great in eight. I think uh, let's just, I'm just going to skip ahead ten. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'll be in my forties. You know my graying hair will be a little more in style. Yeah, I'll be dead. Yeah, you'll be dead. <laughs> Liver disease. I'll probably have easily. Three four hundred dollars to my name. <laughs> so let's transition into some questions for Stuart, shall we? Yes, some questions from the audience. So just connecting <coughs> what we were talking about when we finished up before the break. 
Uh, Susan wants to know, do you have an embarrassing story or what's your most embarrassing story you can share about Doogie? Andrew Douglas. Correct. Embarrassing story about Andrew Douglas. Or anything that's interesting that sticks out in your mind. Uh, yeah, well, the only thing that comes to mind. <laughs> Something immediately popped is... up. <laughs> Sorry about this, Doogie. So when we were in uh, SFU, I think it was the year 2004. Is this going to be the speech? It could be. <laughs> the speech. It's the speech. Is it really? The speech. Yeah, it's the speech. Young boy. Full of it. You know, if you play as good as me tomorrow, we'll win it. <laughs> <laughs> or, he has told this legs, story. Yes, know? he's told this story. <laughs> Every time we get someone else to tell the story, Doogie has to come back on air to be like, that's then, not how it that's went. That's not what I said. This is not what I was doing. Uh, oh, speaking so of which, um, if you need some help with your piping, uh, Dojo Premium, $1 and- free trial at chanarant.com slash suck less. That's chanarant.com slash suck less. That part's not a joke. That's for real. That's for real. So in the MSR, in the MSR crit sheet, you know, Ian McClellan was judging and he had his first for piping and I score through it and then second because oh. of the error oh no and it was <laughs> and Doogie we, right and and had we had we that extra one place we would have won the worlds on the MSR preference oh Jesus Christ no way so, and it was his so error that, right unfortunately uh, yeah <laughs> when you think about the fact though <laughs> oh, that so that good. one that one error created mm. an insecurity in a man to such a degree that he he went and built probably the greatest piping educational resource on the planet because he's like he's trying to undo, <laughs> trying to undo that one mistake. Like, I mean, I'll take it. I, I would take that error to have something like the Piper's Dojo exist because it's great. Listen, one of the great insecurities about Andrew Douglas is that isn't in his entire time. SFU was killing it in that time period, and in his entire time with that band, they did not win the worlds. And so <laughs> he, he but he's held on to it for well he won it now with Enbright, he's won it now but he he was yeah. like the Boston Red Sox of like 1918 <laughs> like they hadn't won it in like a hundred years and like Doogie's like oh God please don't let it be me <laughs> right oh my God it's so great I I love giving that guy shit it's great yeah but I still I still buy good resource yeah so anyway that's what it takes man that's what it takes to build something like that you have to have like. I will never make that mistake again. Like, <laughs> right. I will. I will learn the science of bagpiping down to <laughs> down to the molecule. This is an interesting question because Stuart, you and I were talking about a month ago. We did this whole interview thing for this dojo thing you were doing, and you brought this up. And speaking of mistakes, where you used to play with it was Scottish Power under Harry McNulty, was it? Or yeah, it was the other guy. I forget the details, but you mentioned you, you got cut, and that was like the yep. you were like, "Fuck, that's the last time I'm getting cut." Tell, tell me yeah. about, re- repeat that story for me about how that went down for you. Yeah, so the first year was under Harry. That He gave me a couple of runs in the first two majors, and then I got dropped uh, for the last three. And then he retired, and then came Hugh McInnes and played all, all the majors. That year, it was the Worlds, and then Cowell Games was the last major. So Cowell Games, right. uh, having been dropped the year before, I turned up with uh, the stocks turning in the bag, right. and I, I went up the pipe major. Look, my stocks are turning. Don't want to know, he says. Don't worry, <laughs> no, that's great. Don't don't want to know. <laughs> yes, so so he's, he's right. I mean, what, what am I doing? Going to the pipe major and say, "Look, my stocks are turning." You know, stupid ass. You know, <laughs> just take care of business. You know, right. So it's just at that point you're like, oh, "Okay, right." I'll make sure I'm prepared. 
What did you learn <laughs> from that? That that happened. I thought that was really mm-hmm. insightful. What you learned from that after that, like how you how you internalize that. No, oh, yeah, you just like you, you just like, make sure you just don't turn up half-assed and uh, do the business, you know. Otherwise, you have a uh, Josh at Channerant Fight Night moment. Correct. <laughs> you can't even finish the fucking set. Can't finish the set because my maintenance is so horrible. And it's so interesting because I've been like redoing, and you know, I, I I've taken a lot of shit for that, rightfully so. I give a lot of shit. I'll take it too when I'm when I'm totally dog ass. It has improved my uh, pipe and my pipe maintenance. It's, has it? It's been going well lately. Yeah, I've been doing different things. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting to me because like. It's so funny for me to grow up and like, I remember when I was a kid, it was like, Hey, like, you know, make sure the things you absolutely need in emergency work, like firearm maintenance, truck mate, like making sure your vehicle starts when you turn the key, making sure like if, if you got to fucking draw down, like the fucking gun goes boom. Why did I never, why did I never reply that? To your pipes. To pipes. Oh my God. And so now that I've like made that connection in my brain to where it's like, Hey, if I have to throw this together, at any moment, at any time, for any reason, will it work? It's remarkable that it took you to Channerant Fight Night to learn that lesson. I mean, yeah. I get it. Stuart, actually, you mentioned this. Like, Failure is your greatest teacher. Oh, right? my God, yes. yes. Failure and, for me, uh, in immeasurable amounts of public shame and, and Embarrassment. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. been helping. That's been helping me a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to make a Piper's Dojo, but I will make sure that my pipes <coughs> are very well maintained. <laughs> you have any thoughts on that, yeah, yeah. Have you, yeah, any of you guys ever broken a chanter? I have. I did once. Yeah, a wooden chanter. Did you turn it by turning it at the bottom? Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's how you, you learn quickly, don't you? <laughs> you learn never to do that again. And it was my, yeah, but you did it for somebody else. I did it on my own, so I had to buy the fucking thing again. <laughs> I remember that story. Wasn't that the story on the interview <laughs> where you went up you. to like the random, uh, I don't know if anybody in yeah. the Channerite audience would have seen that video. Uh, but yeah, the story of like you went up to like a random let, player, right? Let him, let him tell yeah. it. Yeah, tell, it's tell just, uh, well, a tinker, we call them tinkers, they're traveling people, you know, and uh, sort of live in caravans in the middle of the Glencoe. And, <laughs> and, they, and they come down to places like Inverary, and, or they used to anyway, and uh, strike up the pipes, terrible sound, poor fingering, and the bits of tunes glued together. Right. People loved it, you know, oh, can I get a picture, you know, but it was awful. So I was 14 at the time. And me and my mate were cycling about the town, and he says, go, go and play them pipes, you know. So, nah. Eventually, I got coaxed into going up, and I was pretending I couldn't play any. any. <laughs> I didn't know how to play pipes, so I came up and asked him, uh, can I have a tune of your pipes, mister? <laughs> uh, no bother, son. And he was all nice and very helpful. And he, so I went to put them on the other shoulder. No, 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 it's, it's this shoulder, son. Yeah, this is how you, this is where you put the chant and all that. And because I, I was 14, I've been three years in the local pipe band using plastic chanters. I'd never played a wooden chanter in my life, so I, I was always used to yanking at the bottom there. So right away, it was too far out, so I went to turn it, and I'll never forget the, the sound of the crack. Oh, it's <laughs> like a spine breaking. It is. <laughs> it I remember it. It completely snapped into two bits, you know, so I'm, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, the guy, it was, it was a Sinclair chanter. 90, 90 quid that cost me 90 pounds back then that was well 1988 so crikey like anyway 120 American. handed back 
handed back his bundle of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> just went on the bike. I'm, I'm really sorry. Went on the bike and just took off fast as I could. <laughs> Never forget. I, I still I still wake up in cold sweats, you know, sometimes. Everyone's I think he's going to come and knock my door, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. So, yeah. I've definitely done you that. You do learn. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. Like it is, it is the most gun wrenching sound you've ever heard in your life. You're like, oh no! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like it's like smashing a Stradivarius. It's like I feel how horrible it is that I've broken this thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I just yeah. definitely. I had a wood channel that I used to play. I don't know, ten years ago or whatever. I have a new one now, but totally did the same fucking thing. Grabbed it by the bottom by accident because I'm used to playing band channers, and like. Like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? Oh, all the, the years all the years and preparation, getting the right sound, the, getting to know the chanter, just yep. gone in a split second. Yep. Yeah. Plus, I, luckily, that, plus I, the smoothing of the holes. Like when your fingers, like when you first get a new chanter, it's sort of rough on their fingers, right? But then the, the edge is smooth. Any, and all wooden, that stuff. any wooden instrument gets better with time. Any part of a wooden instrument gets better with time. Yeah, so with like it's, just, it's one of those things where it's like, fuck. Yeah, I still am pretty good about grabbing up high. Um, it just depends. Depends on the sitch. Yeah. yeah. Granted, I've had different. I've I've been experimenting lately with uh, using. I've told you about this using the like Paul like using synthetic instead of hemp. Oh. So that it's yeah. always the same consistency, whether it's moist or dry or whatever. Right. Yeah. And it's eh, so far I don't have any issues, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. All right. Let's go on to the next one. Um. <clears throat> I I have one. I have one up. Go for it. Um. This is from Heather, and she said that an incredible moment was when we asked Jack Lee what the most important psychological trait for Piper should be for improvement. And he talks about the bounce back. She wants to know, Stuart, what do you think is the most important mindset or psychological trait for Pipers to improve? So this is from a... I got this from a friend of mine in Belgium. Uh, uh, It's never let your fingers go faster than your brain. (laughs) Interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. Expand elaborate. on that, please. Yeah. yeah, elaborate. Well, I've definitely experienced this, but please elaborate. <laughs> well, it's just too often we skim the surface on tunes. We try and get from the start to finish, not not actually paying attention enough to the detail, mm-hmm. and skimming over stuff and playing too fast. And so you cut corners, and it sounds not so good. So. Right. Do you have a specific yeah. experience where you actually did this to yourself? You uh, yeah, well, <clears throat> thinking back to the same sort of age that I was talking about earlier, I was about 14, and I think uh, around that time, the 78th had put out their album Live in Ireland. Yeah. And Bruce Gandy, Bruce Gandy did his solo in there, which was which was mesmerizing for me. And I, I spent hours and days and months learning this set by ear. And I was so excited to show it off at pipe band practice one night, you know, after the practice. So, <laughs> but that was the first time I realized that, you know, there's a difference between learning something in the house and then actually presenting it live in, some, in front of somebody where right. it just all went to shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a good learning curve there. So just, again, nerves going too fast, can't, cannot possibly process what you know what's coming up next in the tune and things right right interesting okay Mm. because it's weird i've heard it i've heard it both ways where it's like one you know you can don't let your fingers go fast in your brain and also like when it comes to like a muscle memory type thing can your can your hands go faster your brain are you thinking about 
blowing and where you're walking so you don't trip and all that, and then your hands just do the job. It's I don't know. I I couldn't tell you which is, which is right. <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know because muscle memory does play, I think, a huge portion in what we do as pipers, just because like realistically and the thing and we may be incorrect in this but the thing we typically try to drill into uh players and students in the band that shall not be named is the last thing you should be thinking about is what note am i supposed to play you should just your hands should know what note you're supposed to play you should be thinking about am i blowing steady am i stepping in horse shit like what's going on <laughs> well especially if you're marching down the street yeah in Northern <laughs> like, <Ireland. laughs> but it's like, like oh, i'm in the right like in the, am i in the right place and my blowing tone should be what your brain is on like to me, I feel like the tune itself should be like so fucking ingrained that you check in on it, but you're not necessarily like focusing on like, okay, next up's an E doubling. Hmm. Would you agree with That's that? True. That's true. Yeah, you should know the tune well enough. But if you select a tempo where you're not able to deliver the other elements, like musical flow, you know, yes, you know the notes, but the quality has lessened because of the speed of the tempo you've chosen. Right. Yeah. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast, baby. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Stuart, I don't know if you, I don't, I can't imagine you came up with this, but maybe you did. I, I don't want to undercut your genius, but the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard you say this to somebody. And I, don't, I don't remember where I heard it, where where I heard you say it. But I think it was the rap interview. Now that I think about it. But you said, um, you know, play. Uh, let's see, learn. How did you say it? Like play fast, learn slow. Play slow, learn fast. Something like that. Do you remember that? Yeah, something. That- and yeah, I, I think it's, it sounds yeah, like yeah. a very common musical statement. I've never heard it other than I heard you say it. So, do you have any? Where did that come from? And what was it again? I think it was it. No, um, you were talking. Rab asked you. How's this about the your, first time I've heard this? This is genius. This is Rab it's asked a, you about your advice for somebody starting out on the pipes, and you said, I, "I'm paraphrasing here, but like play fast, learn slow, play slow, learn fast." Meaning, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. essentially, like, people tend to take it too quick in the beginning because they're like, yes, in a hurry yes. to do what you do or whatever. And then it totally yeah. fucks you over in the end because yeah. you got to go correct. I, I mean, I'm assuming, but you got to correct all the mistakes. You got to correct a bunch of stuff. Like, take it really yeah. easy in the beginning. Don't hurry yep. through it. You know, that kind of concept. But That's right. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. This, the, slower, the slower you play, the faster you learn. You know, and, and I think you have to be really proactive and conscious of, the quality you're giving each note as you go along. The only way you're going to do that is by playing it slowly. Right. And the more times you do it consistently, the faster the brain decides to make it, you know, memorize it basically, memorize the muscle movements. Right. So if you do fast, you're not going to catch all that stuff. The quality is going to be poor. You're going to have to go double back and uh, undo right. all the habits you've just ingrained into your right. system. Exactly. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Do you yeah, teach beginners yeah. these days or just advanced people? Yeah, yeah, just both, yeah. Now, when you say advanced, do you mean advanced in skill or advanced in age? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm fishing. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, have a, I have a question I really liked, actually. Um, and while I don't want to read all of the prelude to this, I'm going to because I feel like i got to get some credit here because it's a good question. So Ian says, first off, I'm a huge fan of your playing and how you find ways to bring humor into piping and pipe bands. The first time I heard you play in person was in 2003 in Toronto. 
up in up the CN Tower as part of the welcoming of SFU to town prior to the band's concert the next night. You seem to have played all over the world at some truly iconic venues. Which stand out when you look back on the most enjoyable or peculiar? Anywhere you'd like to perform, band or solo, that you haven't made it to yet. And thanks for being an inspiration. Very good. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, CN Tower was brilliant. That was quite. That was that is one of the places I do really recall as a favourite. Um, Carnegie Hall. That was a big a big thing there as well for when I was in SFU first year. I haven't heard of um, it. <laughs> <laughs> that is Sydney an amazing recording. That's an amazing recording. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so to the second part of his question, um, is there anywhere you haven't played that you really want to play? I don't know. Aside from really Las Vegas, because you've already done that. Yeah. But what, what did you say? That aside from Las Vegas, you've already been here. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Las Vegas, yeah, in space. <laughs> In space, <laughs> Stu, Stu in know. the ISS, just like floating. <laughs> I don't know. I've no, uh, nah, no, just I've no real sort of thoughts on that one. But uh, you don't have a hit list. I was hopeful. You don't want to do like no. I don't have a no. Inverarian District live at Budokan. <laughs> <laughs> I think as time goes on, maybe a thought will come into my mind, and I'll I'll see. But uh, no. <laughs> They're just any always hopeful for opportunities, you know, unique opportunities as they come along. Always grab them. Speaking of uh, live at Budokan, uh, Vadim asks, "What is your favorite kind of music outside of pipe band music, and your favorite band?" Fantastic. Ah, well, everything. So it ranges from ACDC, that that kind of music, right through big band stuff like Glenn Miller. Love classical music, like. Uh, Movie music, anything, just anything at all. Even fifty. Does that does that include like uh, gangster ass rap and heavy metal? <laughs> is, there, <Aye>. <laughs> <laughs> is there any, any yeah. NWA on your playlist? That's just all I want to know. Uh, NWA, what's that? <laughs> I, I can't say. <laughs> That's with attitude. <laughs> Um, I'm so, just imagining Stuart on like a morning run and he's got dead prez like pumping into his like headphones like <laughs> yeah uh, st- actually Stuart how do you listen to music these days uh, do you listen to sh- stuff on your phone like ha- Spotify like what do you listen to how do you do that yeah 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 YouTube uh, I did a long time ago I started uh, throwing um, I used to record all of the the, the BBC radio programs the pipe the pipeline it used to it was called pipeline now but it used to be called music for the pipes and all that so this goes way back to mid 80s so i've got all that archived and i'm slowly building that up into the, the itunes and um i listen to a lot of youtube stuff on the phone uh oh, we're facebook uh, friends i'm gonna spam you with so much music <laughs> i'm curious yeah, 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 I, yeah. I want him to pull up his youtube most recently five played i'm gonna tunes. i'm curious I'm send him like yeah. One like just super heavy rap track. I'm gonna send him like something fairly metal. I'm gonna send him something that's like kind of poppy. And just be like, okay, one through three. Which direction do you want me to keep sending you? Send links? him Glory Hole. <laughs> Glory Hole <laughs> by Steel Panther. <laughs> Steel Panther. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think, think that would be amazing. Uh, he might have to listen to that one on headphones. In his oh, home. definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so. <laughs> 
All right. I have a question. Oh boy. All right. This is, this isn't bad. So from Ross wants to know, he's got quite a few questions here. So take them as you see them. But apparently you're, you, you've been photographed playing accordion in your life. Is that correct? Correct. All right. He says, how much has accordion playing shaped your piping? Quite a lot. I grew up with accordion music in my family. My dad was an accordion player. My mum in Scottish dance bands, uh, that's that's another type of music I listen to. She vamped with a piano, the piano accompaniment. So yes, quite quite significantly, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Accordion's so, got to be the hardest fucking instrument. So next to bagpipes, <laughs> it is. It is uh, Who's your yeah. biggest? At least you don't have you don't have to tune them. That's all. Well, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's you your do, biggest you inspiration, yeah. accordion wise? Weird Al Yankovic, or what are we talking about? <laughs> so, so I mean, loads again. Uh, on the traditional scene, you've got Jim Johnson uh, and his Scottish country dance band, and on the folk scene, you've got guys like Phil Cunningham and his his brother Johnny Cunningham was on the fiddle. Uh, phenomenal musicians and uh, guys like that. Really. Okay. So here's here's a great intro. This is not the ultimate, but oh, this is the introduction to MFK. Yeah, F Mary Kill. Oh, so fuck Mary Kill. <clears throat> This is going to be an easy one, though. Piano, bagpipes, accordion. So you got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Right. <laughs> no. The pipes. Marry the pipes. Marry the pipes. Okay. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, probably kill the piano. <laughs> so what kind of sound is it going to make when you fuck the accordion yeah I, I need to <laughs> <laughs> this is video one on Stuart's OnlyFans .com page yes. <laughs> Stuart fucking an accordion <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you don't get this on a big rap show ladies and gentlemen that's funny. oh shit that's funny <laughs> oh my god um, uh, so real quick um I want to go. I want to go to a question. What was your weirdest or most interesting gig request? We hit this a lot on this show, yeah. like weird shit we get asked to do. You had the one where you had like play Star Wars, where someone just, got their Corvette or some shit. Yeah, this guy got a McLaren, like a, a McLaren. fucking, like fucking two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car delivered to his house in Las Vegas, and he made me play. He asked me to play Star Wars as it was delivered off the truck. That's got to be a weird gig. Dude. That's a weird. That's one. a weird fucking gig. And then Glenn Brown told a great story about. He got hired to play for a guy's wedding, but they were like they were like hopping or something. But all through the incredible, yeah. like all through England, so they went from the north of England all the way down to London, and he had to like hang with them on this trip <laughs> the whole fucking and time. play the entire way. And it, he said it was like he like when he first quoted, it was like, oh, wasn't wet, it like for like oh, wedding is like two hundred bucks or two hundred fifty bucks or whatever it is in you know UK. And then he's like, no, 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 I want you to play all the way through England. He's like. No, no, no! <laughs> like whoa, whoa! <laughs> so, do you have any interesting stories like yeah, that? What's your weird weirdest ass shit? Your weirdest, most interesting gig? I can't think of any at the moment. Um, but I've done, I've done a few things like, uh, like <clears throat> the band when they were in the sort of juvenile grade, we used to do a lot of fundraising stuff. And one of the fundraising things we did was to walk the West Highland Way. It's a, a walk that goes from. It skirts of Glasgow up to Fort William, about ninety-six miles. So we holy fucking took about shit. five. <laughs> yeah, we took about five or six, five or six days and stayed at bed and breakfast along the way. So quite a few of us. You guys so walked the there. whole time and then just oh yeah, 
So we, we, we stopped at various spots and uh, got the pipes out uh, in some of the pubs and stuff. And, and one of the places was in this place where I used to live called Inveroran and one of the, the guys that was supporting us came up with his Land Rover. So we decided to film to demonstrate the Doppler effect on the pipes as you know, as you go by, just different speeds. So did did stuff like that, you know, like got it up to maybe thirty miles an hour just to You're sitting <laughs> sitting on it? Yeah. Or... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, just yeah, just standing in the back of the, the Land Rover and uh, playing the Campbells are coming and <laughs> I would I would absolutely never trust someone to drive me if I was sitting in the back playing pipes. I, <laughs> the, the temptation to brake check, especially especially in uh, the UK where people drive like maniacs the whole time. I can, well, yeah. I can complain about our driving, oh, but nuts, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. Like, never have I seen people on like a one-lane road pass each other on the berm at like 70 miles an hour. That's crazy. And, and like, the roads are so narrow. Yeah, well. I'm, like, oh, very narrow. They, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm sitting there in the back like, oh, thank God I'm in the back. Thank God I'm in the back. Uh, do I have a life insurance yeah. policy? I think I do. <laughs> that's a shout-out shout to uh, Adele's sister, Andrea, who drove us through the uh, – Northern Irish regions, and I for sure thought I was going to die. Whoa. <laughs> uh, okay, so <clears throat> we have a question here from, uh, let's see, Kelly. Uh, and Kelly asks... Oh, no, I was just playing the part of Andy while he was in the pisser. I don't I don't think you're drunk enough to play the part of Andy, one. And I don't think you're, uh, you know, sleepy enough either to play the part of Andy. Oh, you're probably right. So do you have any questions for Stuart? There is no Stuart story. Well, Stuart, you remember this. You remember this one, right? What? Well, there, this, 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 not... this lady here, little Sheehan. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yes. It's very dark to him. We might have to turn one of those lights. There's on. not... <laughs> There's not a huge Stuart story except for the fact that I actually got to spend some quality time with Stuart that n- everybody else bailed. Well, I I went home to go to bed. Yes. I wasn't Which, terribly hammered. I just had to sleep. There were, and there's a great picture of the three of you, of you and Andy and Stuart. That is priceless. That I love, 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 love. Yes. Are we all just dead Where you're all just, yes, you're all just hammered and hanging on each other. It is the best photo. We had a great time. Ever you know? taken. That was at the after party from the Thanksgiving concert. Every, every, uh, every person who's come to be a soloist uh, at the band that shall not be named Celtic Thanksgiving concert knows that it's a bit of a sesh. It, yes, and you, but it, that was, I think that was the first concert I was the stage you were, manager. Yeah, you were front of house. So uh, it was kind of funny because poor Stuart got drug off the plane, as you mentioned, and thrown into a video. Immediately. Promptly. And he did another video while he was here. We did and the interview video too yeah. at Atomic. Yeah, he did a couple videos. So Stuart is watching me. We were all in the same because you were editing the video in the green room. <laughs> green room five we, minutes before the fucking show because you're just so was, prompt on time hey i Josh, deliver all right i deliver whatever so he's frantic trying to edit i'm sitting there drinking scotch with Stuart in the fucking green room yeah. while i'm like editing it was ridiculous so we're all drinking and you're editing and i'm trying to get i'm trying to wrangle cats 
basically, for the show. And at some point, we're like, I don't know, halfway through the show, and I run back to the green room. Stuart already played, I think, or maybe he hadn't played yet. He played each half. So I ran back into the green room to change clothes because I was actually singing. Oh shit! And that Stuart was the time didn't we know. I totally forgot we were doing that bit. Yeah, so Stuart didn't realize. He thought I was just the crazy bitch barking orders at everybody backstage. Well, you and was still kind about it. You're multi talented. You can be the crazy bitch barking so orders ran, and also I ran perform. Back, I ran back into the green room and he said, "What are you? Are you okay?" It was kind of the gist of the conversation. I said, "I've got to change. I'm, I'm going to sing," and he goes. Sing, sing what? Like, <laughs> I've just been running around hurting dancers and pipers. Was that the year we did the Thunderstruck thing? Yes. Oh, that was, yeah. no, no, no. It was or a no, long uh, way. A long way to the top. A long way. Yeah, I remember because I couldn't use any of the video because the one piper who didn't know the tune was right in front of the camera. So that's also the year that I decided I needed in-ear monitors because bagpipes are not. Um, we weren't playing drones. I couldn't hear a thing. So I... I could hear you. Well, I couldn't hear a thing, so I actually opted at that point in my career to finally break down and get in-ears because I couldn't hear anything. Anyway... We got to do that bit again, but good. I got dressed. It's just like looking at me like I'm crazy because I I told him I had to sing and I ran out and sang the ACDC tune. And then I came back and he goes... So you're not just the stage manager. <laughs> well, no, I still am the stage manager. You cannot, you cannot put a title. You cannot put a title on MLK, dude. It doesn't happen. So, so anyway, it was great. It, I thought it was great. Of course, I didn't hear the one. Well, the bad performance, piper, the live performance was great. It's just there was like one or two players that ruined the video, so we can't put that out. But uh, so the, the video was never. Great surfaced by the way the performance was actually the performance was quite good so because we we were working it like rock stars and like all that kind of stuff but yeah it was was a a lot of fun it was a great time and i think you played drums right yeah no 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 no. sure he played pipes i i faked pipes because i didn't have a b flat chair so i Uh, he faked faked it yeah i just ran around the the whole Oh yeah, we had all the pipers running around. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was it was a good it was a good bit. I so, think to the audience it was perfect. Yeah, it looked great. It sounded fine to me. I don't know because that was like was the good. custom. Remember the custom drum riser that we rolled out that Eric built. Yes, that's in my storage that I pay a hundred dollars a month for. Yes, I still have the two thousand pound drum riser. Which is for sale, by the way. If anybody needs a drummer, <laughs> a rolling a rolling drum riser. Hey, I will say this. Uh, it say really what you is will. solid as a fucking rock. Say what you will about great. Eric Poleski, but that was a great build, dude. It was. It was fantastic. Build. So that's why I kept it. Folds in, half, right? folds in half. Yeah. It folds and rolls. It really is a very cool thing. So yeah, eventually I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of that. So thing. Uh, after the show and the after party, um, when you deposited a completely blacked out Andy Fusco onto a bed. So yeah. So you he left. Yes, he does. He, he was does there. That. He was there for a good amount. So, Wait, who's this in my, in my so okay, let me let me guys let me tell you all my perspective. Oh Jesus, I need a beer for this. Here you go. I don't. Oh, 
My perspective was uh, I was absolutely gassed. I'd been awake all night editing the video, doing the show, all he that stuff. I was awake all night. And I was like, guys, was I got to I gotta go home. Like, I'm just going to go home and catch some Zs, like, catch you later. I think I made it to, like, 9 or 10, maybe. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to bed. I wake up the next morning, and I get a text from you that's like, I woke up uh, fully in uniform in Stuart's hotel room, and I have no idea what happened. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I woke up in the room fully, fully in my uniform. I have a, I have a, and you had a funeral. <laughs> he's like, he had a funeral that morning. Oh, it was a wedding. He's like, he's like, I have oh, a wedding. gig. He's like, are you giving like a half an hour? Like what the fuck happened? I was like, I don't know, dude, I went home. I didn't yeah, find so out. I didn't find out until I caught up with you. <laughs> These guys got hammered. Everybody got hammered, which is fine. So Josh bailed, completely bailed at like 10 o'clock. Had to go sleep. Gone. Had to. And we're at uh, Hennessy's. And you had your pipes there because you guys are all playing. So Josh just disappears. So then I've got, Stuart and I have drunk Fusco. (laughs) Stuart, uh, what was your opinion of a drunk Fusco? Was he an easy person to manage or difficult? I don't even remember, man. <laughs> we, we'd all had a little bit of whiskey. So we take, because we couldn't figure out, I didn't know where you lived at the time. We didn't know where your car was, and there was no getting any information out of you. I don't think, I don't know. Anyway, I think you did, but I didn't know where you lived. Anyway, I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? And Stuart's like, well, I got two beds in my room. I was staying at the Nugget, too, because I was staying downtown. So he goes, let's just take him to my room, drop him in the other bed, and he could sleep it off. So Stuart. That was a kind gesture. Stuart takes. Yes, it was. Very kind. Very kind, because we should have just fucking left him down. (laughs) I have never left you anywhere, and you know it. So, so he keeps asking me what that lump in his arm is. Like, dude, I injected you with a geotag locator a long time ago. (laughs) I don't even need a geotag locator. For Fusco because I just think okay if I was drunk where would I be and then I find him <laughs> anyway Stuart takes his rolling bag of pipes and I got Fusco arm in arm and we stumble down Fremont Street back to the Golden Nugget and deposit Mr. Andy into uh, face Stuart's down. face down into Stuart's room and I think I took his <laughs> shoes off I think it was all he got well that's the move though if you're gonna pass out on your kilt you gotta lay Fully clothed face down and not move all night because then you can get up and it's not wrinkled. And he did because he had to play a wedding or a funeral or something. So anyway, I well, was what like, is a wedding if not a funeral for sexual independence? <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> so anyway, Stuart and I are, uh, you know, basically got rid of Andy, put him down to sleep. And I'm like, hey, you know, nice meeting you. We hung out. We had a great time, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't want to assume that this guy who's been on a fucking plane for a thousand hours and went through this whole concert and video and everything. And he goes, no, is there there any live music? And I said, absolutely. So Stuart and I went and hung out and watched some bands. Right. And it was a great, great time and (coughs) sat around and talked about music and bullshit all night. See, now's the part where he's like, I'm willing to comment because this was the innocuous part. <laughs> this was... <laughs> That's no, it's it. Good, it's good. Yeah, it's good. 
Still in hand? Stuart, you were left in good hands while you were in Vegas. I trusted. Very good. I know you thought yes. I. I know you thought I trusted Fusco to take care of you. I actually trusted Kelly's MLK got, to take care of you. Kelly's got the best hands in Vegas. Wow, <laughs> really? That's what you got? All right, we got to get back to audience questions. Kelly, thank you very much for that story. <laughs> anyway, that's good. It's fun. not very exciting. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Fusco back to his chair. So what did uh, I'm interested to know? What did Stuart think uh, when he woke up and there was still an Andy in his room? <laughs> that is a good question. Oh, no, I, I'm, I, I can't honestly. I remember, I remember it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> but I remember it. <laughs> I know, I know. He managed to get him up and out the door to his gig. <laughs> oh yeah, so I met door. them at the at the Starbucks at the Golden Nugget. So I said, okay, Stuart, I'll take you to the airport because it was an early flight. He was leaving. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Flying <laughs> weekend, so, eh? Gee whiz. Yes. So I, got, I walked down to the, the Starbucks and I see Stuart, who looks fine, even though we were out really late. But, but <laughs> Andy looks like somebody hit him with a fucking truck. He's like, sat there with his pipes. <laughs> All fucked up. Like, like he just found out he was adopted. He was like, got this fucking look on his face. This all fucking. I go, Andy, do you know where your car is? I think I do. I go, do you need a ride? No, I'm just going to fucking walk. I got to go gig it. And so Andy just left. And I couldn't take him anywhere anyway because my car's like two seats. See, this is why, like, uh, among our <laughs> among our crew, have you ever if you've ever seen the movie, this is Spinal Tap. Kelly's like the manager with the cricket bat. <laughs> like that's, that's exactly what it was. That's Kelly. She's just like, would you just fucking be in your spot on time? All right. <laughs> so so poor Andy drug his fucking pipes in his wrinkled kilt down the street to his car because you apparently found it. Probably at the... And I I put Stuart in mine and we went dropped I dropped him off at the airport and that, that's the end of the story. But that's why Kelly is a goddamn, goddamn rock star. <laughs> Thank you on the that one. Note, and, I'm out. The one and only MLK, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't trip on that. No, I, I made it over here. So come here, Andy. No, gonna You're gonna wait. Oh my come god. Out. That's what you should do. That fucking story. Keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I should always. I should always finish second, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. That was a great That was a great weekend. Stuart was like, I got to get back to work on Monday. I, I teach at a school. <laughs> I got to leave on Sunday yeah, morning. I like, get the fuck uh, out of Vegas. I don't know I, how I you... I couldn't s- do that now. I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. Yeah, man. You like, see, when you say it like that, it's just it's amazing. It's just, how, old are you, how old are you? You're like a couple years older than me. Like, you're 46-ish or something? Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, 47. So, yeah. So, like, dude, man. The last five years, I'd say my ability to recover has gone insanely downhill. Dude, I'm 30 in November and I've lost all ability to recover from anything. Oh, it's so difficult. The Scottish boys, man, like these guys, Alistair, we took him out. Like that guy got hammered out of his fucking gourd. I think he was just hammered when he was. But he's like 27 years yeah. old, though. You know what I mean? Like he just fucking bounces back. <laughs> that fucking guy. But anyway, yeah, that was a great story. That was, that was fun. Let me tell you. I took a I took a picture of Stuart sleeping in his bed. <laughs> like I woke up, I was that so hammered. That is fucking weird, dude. <laughs> it was Stuart. Like, whoa, whoa. Stuart didn't. He was didn't he get clothed? out of his clothes. He was clothed. He was. He that's didn't even were, get out of the covers. Because you were in his bed, and he heard rumors. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally like he was sleeping like somebody in a. He looked like a guy in a um like a coffin. 
Like he was on <laughs> on the couch on the top. He didn't get under the covers. He was on top of the bed and just like. You don't you don't like do this. that when you've tied one on? Yeah, I do. Oh, like I the, absolutely. Do I do that. the fully clothed, like sleep like a vampire. Like I got to it was, up and operate. <laughs> it was exactly a vampire pose, and I'm like, oh my god, that's. I woke up. I'm like, <laughs> episode title: Stuart Little is a vampire. Stuart Little's. I was like, that's Stuart Little in his bed. Like, what the? F- why am I here? <laughs> this is great, dude. Just oh, just great. be glad you didn't wake up with like uh, a wig on and <laughs> lipstick marks. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what could happen? Oh my god, you have no idea the things that are possible here. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, so we so I have another question. <laughs> <laughs> from the audience we got so many yeah we're not gonna go through all of them because some of them are shite uh so kenny asks what were the challenges Stuart faced when he created inverary in inverary inverary and what was inverera and what was his plan of action for overcoming them what tips would he give to young bands wanting to follow the same steps so band creation what mm. kind of what kind of shit did you run into <clears throat> wow it's a long story that but yeah good hey we, uh, we got as much time yeah. as you do brother <laughs> we, we um actually it was just a teaching program i wanted to start it wasn't actually a pipe band and uh it it evolved into a band because every half hour maybe two or three groups uh two or three kids per group uh uh, about eight or nine groups on a Tuesday night, Tuesday evening. And the last group were always the most advanced one. It was this last group that wanted to then play more together, you know, march up and down the hallway. And it was built from from that. So it was just, just very small, take, take very small logical steps and achieve nice, simple goals and, and make them very achievable so that you then Progress slowly. Record yourself where you're at now, and regularly attend practice, and you know teach or whatever. And always look back to that recording you made to just to sort of gauge to see how you're doing and how, how much progress you're making. So yeah, <clears throat> take small steps. I would say. Death wait, by a thousand wait, hold cuts. On, hold on. You're telling uh, me you're gonna you're gonna propose the most radical idea of all time. Go to band practice? Are you serious? Yeah. I refuse. I, I refuse this notion. I know. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> the, that seems, uh, seems to be a, yeah. That's too radical of a concept for me to understand. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the Inverary story is so interesting because it seems so random. I'm, I mean, in a way it was because it wasn't like, hey, we're going to make this great band. And it, it started off a teaching program, a bunch of kids. And then it just slowly grew, but that could very e- easily speak to Stewart's influence. And maybe it, he wasn't, I'm sure you weren't like, Hey, let's make a competition band. You were just like, Hey, here's kids in my hometown. Let's just make a thing. Let's just do a thing. Uh, it, yeah. It was like that. It was like a side tool. If you like, you know, I was wanting to teach pipes, but here, here's a group of kids that wanted to act out a pipe band, you know? I don't and, think that's uh, giving Stu enough uh, Bond villain level credit, you know. Like I think, I think that you think he had a grand plan. Yeah, he had, he had a he had a base inside of a volcano, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "All right, this is how this is how we dethrone Field Marshal. <laughs> this is my ten year plan. <laughs> you make the greatest. 
Actually, that's a great question. Stuart, were you ever asked to join Field Marshal? Or were, did you ever consider it in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. So I think I actually played with Field Marshal for half an hour. Half an coming hour. Down the street, coming down the street at Cowell Games after the march down the street. Myself and my good friend at the time, Scott Drummond, who then went on to join Field Marshal. We were both playing in the Scottish Power at the time, and the band didn't want to go down the street, so they went home to Glasgow. So we were left par- party animals that we were. We decided to stay back, and so we asked Richard if we could just slot into the, one of the back ranks because we knew all the stuff, we knew all the all the tunes. Big fan of the band, right. and he says, "Yeah, yeah, sure, hop in there." <laughs> so we went down the street playing uh, all these hornpipes and stuff like that. The sound was just incredible, like nothing I'd ever experienced, and. Uh, there's a little tree just down by the Queen's Hall, right at the very end of the parade, you know. So I just sat under that tree, like, totally glazed as if, what did I just do there? That was brilliant, you know. Sure. <laughs> and then later on in the pub, you know, talking to Richard, you know, he, he kept saying, now you'd look great in a, a red kilt and a blue jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Hell yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, that was, yeah. But why, why did and you're you like, not yeah, end up- I'd, I'd consider playing for an Irish band, but the food is shit. <laughs> is it any better in Scotland? Why didn't you not? Why did you not join them? At yeah, it's it it just. I mean, it, I was a big SFU fan as well. I, I, I really, I was attracted with the uh, SFU way, sound, the music, everything. So that that was that was where I felt I wanted to go. But, so you made a yeah. choice to go way further because of the principles of what they. Uh, I don't know. Instilled. I don't know, man. I think I think that there was one guy in that lineup in that street parade that was a bit of a cunt. <laughs> and Stewart's like, "All right, bitch." All right, I, and then he he's like, "I'm gonna go play with uh, SFU and come kick, come back and kick your ass." <laughs> could have been it. Could have been it. He's like, "Really, really?" The way Alan tells it, Alan tells it this way. He's like, "In the beginning, uh, there were six Infinity Stones." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> There's only so much room for amazing piping. So Alan's, Alan's like, apparently Alan and Stuart are reasonably good friends internationally or whatever. And I was like, hey, man. Uh, he calls Stuart up. He's like, hey, I got to put you on the phone with somebody. And it's Terry Lee. Right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, like yeah. blindsided Incredible. with Terry Lee. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm just, well, I'm, I did actually. Talked to Alan, just how much of a fan of the band I was. That was in September. That was at Inverness, you know, and that's that's as far as I thought the conversation went. You know, next thing in October, the phone call comes in. He's Stuart. <laughs> I says, oh, "Alan, how you doing? I've got somebody here to talk to you." Hi. And it's Terry Lee, and I'm like, "Oh, um, hello, Terry. Hello, <laughs> Stuart." And he says, uh, "I hear you're coming to join the band." Hi. <laughs> uh, so that, that was it. I just quick, on, quick call. And uh, back in the day, we had fax machines. I don't know if you still have fax machines now, do we? Uh, only if you need to send something to 1980. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so the next the next hour or so, in comes all the music for. Uh, it was just before Carnegie Hall, so it's all the concert music starts coming through the fax machine. Right, that that so makes sense. Why every time we get. Like competition music from a certain era, it looks like a horrible 
0.5 resolution JPEG. So everyone's Correct. faxing it to each Correct. other. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, uh, I, I will be remiss if we do not play this. And I realize I saved it till way too late in the show. Oh God. What is this? But, um, we asked every other bagpiping podcast, which there's multiples. Uh, you got big rab show. You got up to the line. You got uh pod band pipecast. You got the lady pipers podcast. We asked all of them to send in a question for you. Cause um, they're never going to get you on their show. <laughs> <laughs> and we got one from Rab cause he's the only person that does his homework. So here is a question from Rabbi. Hello there guys of the Chanter Rant podcast. What about you? It says myself, Rab from the big Rab show. And I have a question for piping legend. That is Stuart Little. Stuart, how are you, sir? Uh, I have a very quick question. I am a bit of a reader, and this last while I was in a local bookstore, and I actually spied a book with you on the cover. And I have to admit, it made me buy the book just to see what it was all about. Now, turned out it was a book by Billy Connolly called Made in Scotland. It was all of Billy Connolly's life story. Can you please tell us <laughs> how you ended up on the cover of Billy Connolly's last book, and do you know Billy? He does talk about bagpiping in the book and about how much of a huge fan he is of bagpiping. Uh, I don't know. Just tell us, how did you end up on the cover of Billy Connolly's latest book, Made in Scotland? Other than that, guys, hope you're all keeping well. Uh, keep the great podcasts coming. I'm nothing but a fan. And Stuart, thank you so much for the music, man, over the years. Keep them coming. We can't wait for the concert next year. woo <laughs> Cheers, guys. One of the six. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was approached by um, the people that did his show, uh, Billy Connolly's show. He was he was wanting a piper to tell a story about one of the Peabrooks uh, called "A Piper's Warning to His Master." Really? And it's yeah, it's to do with um, <clears throat> Dundrun Castle, which is probably about forty minutes drive towards the coast from here, up the coast a bit. Uh, and the story goes that something along the lines of uh, it could be, I can't remember, it was a McDonald or a Campbell Castle. Anyway, the, the chieftain was away, and the other clan came in and took over the castle. And uh, when, the, when the chieftain was coming back in his boat, the piper went up onto the ramparts and played a tune badly. But it was a code to the chieftain to say, like, about turn because it's an ambush, you know. So. Anyway, those in the castle got wind of this and they cut off his hands as punishment, the piper's hands. And and I do believe that his skeleton was discovered in the, the, the courtyard of the castle, minus the hands, and he's been reburied. Anyway, Billy's Billy was wanting to tell this story as part of uh, going around Scotland, and I think that didn't transpire. I think his, his programme didn't go that direction anymore, and it ended up being a story more about his own sort of life, I think. So anyway, that's all it was. I was there to play a few tunes, a few, uh, first of all, I played a, the Glendarool Highlanders with some false C's and false F in it, just to, to make it sound bad, as if... Uh, oh, okay. I was, I was, yeah, I was saying. And, uh, <clears throat> and that was all it was. And meanwhile, Billy was out in a boat. I think we are going to try and play act the whole sequence which it didn't actually make it into the television series but he wrote a book about it as well so that's how i basically ended up in the, the cover of it 
it's a picture of me just playing in front of uh, Duntroon Castle. That's cool. That's it. So you and Billy Connolly are the most famous Scottish people of, of all time. You what? <laughs> you and Billy Connolly are the most famous Scottish people of all time. Is that what's happening? Like? <laughs> right. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Just no. I mean, it, it was a couple of. There wasn't any conversation, but it was just a wee sort of short, short talk, you know, and small talk. But no, um, yeah, he was a good guy, nice. Um, but he was out in the boat, and he said he wanted something like uh, deep purple. <laughs> yeah. so, so the only thing I could think about was, of course, thunderstruck. So I'm out in the rocks here playing thunderstruck. He's out in the boat, and I'm just playing a wee bit of it. Well done, Stuartie boy! You know, he's shouting away from the, the boat there. So, that was it. That's a fucking <laughs> That's great story. That's fantastic, because that guy's <laughs> awesome. Um, oh, all right, so we're, let's get into the rant. Like, I, I want you to rant about this, because I guarantee you this annoys the shit out of you. 100%, let's see what happens. Stuart, your name is unfortunately associated with a very famous children's <laughs> story. Mouse. Yep. How yes. much does it annoy you that your name is the same as Stuart Little, the mouse? Go ahead it's and rant when about I'm this. Over, over in North America. I'm say, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anywhere else. Oh you my guys God. don't know how to pronounce the letter T. Stuart. It's always a D. Stuart. Stuart Little. Stuart Listen, Little. I pronounced your name so, wrong for years. Well, we had Stuart Chuck Lydell. Lydell. I used to call him. Yeah, we had Chuck Lydell. So I used to call you Stuart Lydell because <laughs> Chuck Lydell was from UFC. So I just assumed it was pronounced the same. But it's Stuart Little. I didn't know that. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've since uh, been reading the book to my young, my young son. Right. And uh, <laughs> I mean, the book was written in 1945, but nobody over here had ever heard of it until the damn movie came out, you know. Right. So so uh, then it all sort of, I'm saying to my mom, what did you call me that for, you know? Jeez. <laughs> so a couple of things, a couple of times over there, first year in SFU, I made a collect call back to Scotland. Back in the days, you know, you buy a call card and then you, you reverse the charges sometimes. The operator at the other end says, you know, Who's calling? <laughs> and you say, Stuart Little. And then there's a wee pause and then a wee bit of a snigger at the back, you know, thinking it's a joke, you know. <laughs> Stuart Little. Right. <laughs> or if you're if you're waiting at the, the, the baggage carousel in the, in the airport, like I was one time in Kelowna, and my, my ride came and left a message in the information desk and it was announced over the speakers, you know. Stuart Little, please report to the information desk. <laughs> And I'm looking around all the faces around the carousel, and they're all smiling, you know. And, right. <laughs> I'll just, just give it. I'll just give it five minutes. <laughs> you don't want right. to be known as so. the Stuart Little, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Stuart, Lid- are you related Lid- to Eric? Eric Little is he in a relation of yours? <laughs> I get that. I get that sometimes. So we have a question so, question for the from the audience. Um, Susan asks, which one of the Chanterant hosts would you most like to recruit for Inverarian District and why? Oh, dear God. You mean it's a choice between you two? Uh, yeah, apparently. How good are you at carrying water bottles? <laughs> I am phenomenal. <laughs> I am amazing at it. However, Josh is better bottles. at filming shit. I'm better at carrying water yeah. bottles, I'd say, too. I made a great pack mule my first... Uh, what what was the first event? Was it Moira? 
where the we, first we event. got the medley and I hadn't had the I didn't have the medley down. Right, correct. Josh was the camera guy and the water guy. He did a great job. I make a great pack <laughs> meal. I'm a big son of a bitch. Uh, listen, okay, I don't know why they set us up. Stuart's gonna. He's about to say, "Go fuck yourselves." Neither of you, you, you guys. I just got up. hired. I got hired to be a pack <laughs> mule. I'm in. <laughs> I will let you know the cost of my flight. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually curious about Stuart's past. He um, grew up with great piping instructors, right? Your grandfather taught you originally. Were your, were either of your parents pipers? Or involved. Your dad was. Yeah, just just uh, casual. Yeah, not no not competitive or anything. Was, but your grandfather was significant. Yes. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah. tell me about your, like, okay, as you're growing up, you're being a piper. Like, you start to get, you go through high school. Like, what were you starting to get into? What did you think your career path was going to be once you started to get through high school? Like, all right, hey, I like engineering. I like, I don't know, obviously not computers, but. There was other some other thing that you were into. What what might it have been? What where were you heading at that time in your life? Airline pilot. Interesting. You've mentioned this to me before. Yeah, yeah I've heard this. I yeah, did, yeah, we had this on the interview. I like it. So, I'm into planes, but then obviously, I mean, I didn't really stick in at school. I mean, if you look at my grades and stuff, I mean, music obviously was a good grade, and the rest of it was pretty average. I didn't really commit fully, I guess, to that. so that obviously that. In turn, it's okay. The plane does most of the work. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, do you do you get like do you do like flight simulators and things like that? Have you ever done that? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, that's good fun. Yeah, Still good to this stuff. today, yeah. or no, no? Well, actually, a wee while ago now, I did one in Sydney. There's a, a Boeing seven three seven simulator that's open to the public. You could for like 150 bucks or something, you can go in. And it's you, it's a proper simulator. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Oh, yeah. Have so, you done this before? Yeah, <laughs> See, we have it on we have it on good authority that Stuart Little plays video games. Right. Yeah, he, he plays So that leads to two questions. One, what are your hobbies outside of piping? Like that are like are you into video games? Are you into like playing guitar or ukulele for Hawaiian weddings? Or, or whatever. But or <laughs> stamp collecting. Stamp collecting. This is from Chris A. <laughs> Chris wants to know. Uh, yeah, just quite a lot of different stuff, yeah. Cycling, a wee bit. Uh, I do accordion, of course. I play a wee bit of accordion and a wee bit of guitar. A wee... I doodle in a lot of instruments and uh, I'm into well, yeah, a bit of cooking as well. I'm, I'm into that. My dad was a chef, so oh, nice. unfortunately, none of that rubbed off, <laughs> unfortunately. But, but, but I am actually quite keen on it. More unfortunately for your significant other, she's like, God uh, yeah. damn it, why can't you cook? She's like, man, this tastes like shit. This yeah. is burnt. I, I I consider myself to be a fairly competent cook, but only because I like to eat. So that's the only right. reason that I taught myself to right. cook was because right. I like food. If you couldn't tell, I'm a big boy. I like food. Right. So, Stuart, we have the most titular question, do which you? will probably be the last question of the show. We do have to wrap up where... Just now, almost pushing two hours. And if you're willing to hang out after the official stream just to chat and hang out, I think that'd be great. But, because the Patreon people will see that. But I do have to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. Oh, boy. Mary, fuck, kill. <laughs> Josh, Fusco, Big Rab. Big Rab, Joe. go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. 
You can kill rabbits. Okay. I mean, we do every week. <laughs> no, usually Doogie gets killed. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, I'll, I'll, I would kill you just for a laugh. Just oh, fuck's sake, mate. Fuck's sake, mate. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, can't you? Oh, we're, we're close contention, Robbie. Come on. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And the other, other two guys just toss a coin. I don't know. <laughs> so. Oh, we flip for it? Oh, man. <laughs> I promise you want to marry Rab. He's going to do way more for your career than we could ever do. <laughs> Rab, Rab's in the chat right now. I'm gonna have him pick heads or tails. Rab, pick heads or tails. Go. As soon as he says it, I'm flipping, and uh, the person who gets it right gets fucked. The other person gets married. <laughs> Go ahead, Rab. Come on, come on, buddy. He says tails. tails. He gets fucked. I get married. <laughs> <laughs> Rab, you get fucked, buddy. Sorry, bud. Hey, at least you're not dead like me. You <laughs> at least you're not dead like Fusco. <laughs> Listen, I've won. I won with the important people. Val, you did, yeah. Val won. I won on that one. Stuart, I look forward to us enjoying a long life together as man and man. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so real quick, we're going to go around the table uh, with final thoughts on this episode, and then we're going to actually we're going to officially end the audio recording. And hang out with the chat for a bit. Chat with Stuart if he's keen to stay on. That's completely up to him. Sounds good. Uh, Fusco, do you want to start? I will start, yeah, sure. What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are these. Stuart, Little, Liddell, whatever the fuck, however you pronounce it, <laughs> is you're a legend in your own time. And I know it makes you uncomfortable to hear it, but a lot of people are influenced by you. And it's really uh, amazing the things you do, band-wise, solo-wise. Not only do you know how to play traditionally like incredibly well, but you also push the envelope, which is what a lot of people are looking for without actually knowing how to play. And that's important, I think. Like learn how to play, then push things and change things and make it interesting, whatever. And I'd just like to say like I appreciate you as a human being for what you do. Even though he as you. one of my best friends, <laughs> as one of my MySpace top eight, my my MySpace top eight is Stuart Little and Richard Parks and all the people I creep on. Uh, but uh, and but it's not Doogie. Doogie's not in my top eight. Fuck that That's, guy. That's Doogie's in my top eight. All right, <laughs> he's in my top eight. <laughs> but anyway, no. Just in seriousness, though, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, like people are insanely inspired by you and what you do. Like you and I would say Stuart Little and. Um, Lincoln Hilton are by far the most influential people, like people that get people into piping. Well, then the most influential to like people who actually give a shit. Correct. Yeah. I literally heard this from my It's not, it's not the final recently. countdown on fucking electric bagpipes. Oh pipe. God, on electric bagpipes or essentially a keyboard because it was all fake. But uh, like I heard this from a girl recently where it's like i don't understand anything about piping and i don't get is is this a thing is this for old people like what is this for i'm like no 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 <laughs> it's a whole thing man. if you know you know you, if you're in the know you know and it's fantastic and Stuart, you're awesome keep doing what you're doing love it josh thank you Andrew. uh Stuart, i'm gonna switch to you real quick what are your final thoughts on your first experience on the channel ramp podcast for all of its horrific ah. glory well just it's been a lot of fun and a bit of relief because <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect and uh, definitely didn't expect that. And but I really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you very much for 
having me on the show. As and, if Stuart uh, needs to be more famous, but we just we just upped his credit a little King bit. makers that we are. <laughs> yeah. The only reason people know who he is is because of this episode right now. No, bullshit. By the way, after after the break, we're gonna have Stuart call Stephen McWhorter in real quick and then but you guys you gotta be <laughs> a patron member. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna join in with Steven and give him shit. Um my final thoughts are just that this was a great episode. Uh it's been long it's been a long time coming. I'm very excited for it. I like two two I'm sorry, one point five of my favorite people in the He's uh, one and I'm point five? Fuck's sake. I, you know what? I just like hanging out with my friends and having a bit of banter and making some jokes, and I think we accomplished that. And I got to hear some very cool stories that I hadn't heard before. Yeah, which is always fun. Yeah, and He's, and it only and it was only mostly broken for like the first fifteen minutes. So <laughs> for us, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know that's that's a win in the old Josh McEachern book. It's fantastic. But uh, I want to thank uh, both my esteemed co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me. And our guest, Stuart Lull. Stuart what? Stuart Stuart Lull. And uh, we, we're going to quickly end the audio portion for uh, all the normal podcast listeners. And, you know, if you're in the chat sticking around, feel free to stick around. But on that note, Fuko, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Plays out.